My name is Robert Morrison, and this is the Things That Matter To Me podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. And I have uh, with me a very uh, special guest. Um, re- reliving the glory days, the podcasting glory days. Uh, a good friend of mine and former co-host of the uh, <laughs> the Brew with a View podcast, which we did for several years, uh, you know, back in the heydays of, of life. Uh, my good friend, Mr. Ryan Hefner. Ryan, how are you doing this evening? Well, hello. There that's, he is. That's my radio voice. That I'm is, yes. I, can, I have a good good authority. That's exactly mm-hmm. what the radio voice sounds like. It sounds almost imperceptible <laughs> to my regular speaking voice. <laughs> almost. But it's it's almost the same the except same. for different. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, we are here, uh, as uh, we talked about last week, uh, or I talked about last week. It was just me you know, talking to myself. Uh, one of those things. And I thought it would be good to bring Ryan in to chat about the topic of conversation at hand, which is uh, movies and all things uh movies uh and we're gonna uh, we're gonna focus specifically on something that's coming up here in the very very near future and in fact by the time you're hearing this will be even more near future um and that is the um the oscars the 2020 oscars for the 29 you know it's it's weird um (laughs) 20 29 i think it's 92nd Yes, ninety second. I think ninety second Oscars is the the easiest way of thinking about that. Um, Cause it'd be weird if movies only started like like thirty years ago. And, yes, yes. And which is possible for some people. I think they think that. Well, I mean, you know, young and right, you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. Some people have only been alive for a certain amount of time, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Uh, so what we're gonna do? Um, well, first of all, let's uh, let's uh, let's do what I what I tell all my students um, to to do and that's uh you got to make sure that your your sources are vetted and and that they're coming from a good place so ryan um what we need to you need to tell people why it is that uh that you're the what what is it about you that makes you a a, a person to be uh talking with movies about oh, here okay i thought you were gonna ask me to cite my sources and i was gonna be like <laughs> it's the movies no nope. i saw the movies no uh yeah so uh as you said uh once upon a time we did a movie podcast idea that I had kind of come up with in uh, college um, to pair movies and beers together. It was fun. It was campy. Uh, Sometimes it seemed like it worked. I think we stretched a bit at our (laughs) pairings uh, sometimes, but uh, but we had fun with it. Uh, I came up with that idea at uh, the uh, University of North Carolina School of the Arts up in Winston-Salem, where I earned a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Film, uh, filmmaking, uh, specifically focused on editing, um, and uh, for my senior thesis there, I created a documentary short, um, which is one of the categories of nominations uh, for the Oscars, which I have seen three of, fun fact, for this year anyway, (laughs) Um, and uh yeah, I also own a lot of movies on the <laughs> what you would call a cinephile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't claim to be the greatest expert on all things movie related, but uh, I have a, I can go on and on about things uh, to the point where people are like, "I'm sorry, I asked." So maybe that <laughs> qualifies me in some degree. I, I guess so. Yeah, I, I, I I'll can, try not to do that. I so can much. certainly attest to that as uh, the. Uh, the sole uh, producer and editor of the previous podcast, uh, 
like we had some long episodes. We had some good episodes. We, we had know? some good ones, but they were uh, almost always very long, <laughs> and that was okay. Um, and it was it was a good time. And we only uh, there was only one time where we had to stop recording in the middle because we were fighting about whatever it was that we were talking about. Just the one time that I remember. I don't know. I blacked out. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably true. All right. Um, so we're going to do a couple of things here um, in talking about uh, the Oscars that are coming up. Mostly, we're going to focus on uh, doing some predictions. Now, there are 24 Oscar categories, uh, which means buckle up, listeners. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do all 24. That would take a really long time. Um, and I'm not sure. I, I would say there's maybe like, you know, 14 or 15 that I feel confident enough to even know what it is they're talking about um, slash have seen enough of the films to confidently make any kind of picks. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to stick with the, the, the uh, sort of what you would call the above the line categories, the sort of ones with the movie stars attached to them, generally speaking, um, which includes um, the best picture categories, all four of the acting categories, that's actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress, and directing um and then just for fun we're going to include the writing categories which includes adapted and original screenplay um other fun categories that we could talk about but uh are not going to uh, for various reasons uh you know things like visual effects and sound sound mixing and sound editing those are fun categories and you know if we wanted to bore people to death we could go through each of them individually but we're not going to do that. Yeah, um, <laughs> Although I will say I have met um, one of the nominees for sound editing. Uh, I think it was for sound editing. It was uh, Wally Stateman who uh -huh. did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Almost said Mexico there. Oh, nice. That would have been, <laughs> that been very, different. That's, that's a very a different. different film. Yes. Not very different. But, yeah, very different. Yeah, for sure. Um, so... Uh, Let's start, though, before we get uh, specific, let's get into sort of general uh, thoughts about um, maybe 2019 in movies, what you sort of thought about, uh, any sort of general thoughts that you had about the Oscars and how they handled this year, whether or not you think they you know, covered it efficiently and all these sorts of things. Any any general things that you would say about the, the categories? Well, um, you know, it was, a, it was a big year for movies. I don't know if you saw. Um, we had... Um, a new reigning highest box office champion in Avengers Endgame, right, right. Uh, which only got nominated for visual effects. Um, yes. I mean, I think some people could argue uh, they could have pulled a Return of the King on there and given it a nomination. Uh, I mean, they had nine. Yeah. Uh, they are, but it, I, I guess for those unfamiliar with the way nominations work, I'm not going to get into how they all work, but for Best Picture they allow between five and ten. In the past few years, it's usually ended on nine. And it's like, just just throw another on there. Why yeah, not? Just I don't understand. Like, I think they should just either it, say it's going to be five or it, it's going to be ten. Yeah, like, it has to do with a percentage of right. votes. And, it, yeah, it's too complicated for us to have this podcast. Well, and if you think that's that, complicated, the uh, vote, how they vote for that particular category is even more complicated. It's so strange. It's Look it up something, if you're bored. Like, just, just one tidbit, like, the the idea that, like, if something doesn't have enough votes, it's lopped off and then those votes go to the next one. Yes. It's like, so... More or less, that's it. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I thought it was, um, you know, I, I certainly had a good time at the theater. I recently... 
Uh, this is not a plug, but I recently <laughs> got the uh, Regal Unlimited, so I'm uh, finding in my free time to go uh, see more movies at the theater, which is a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, I, uh, I, I know people complain, uh, you know, people who want to complain, they always are like, oh, they, you know, this is so typical of the Oscars, yada, yada, yada. But, they, you know, they're, they're really trying to give the best you know, thing, the award. So it's no surprise that things that get nominated across a large number of, of platforms, like either the SAG Awards or Golden Globes, and that you see these similar trends happen because those are the best movies. Right? Um, do some things get missed that probably could have gotten a, a, a nomination here or there? Yeah, yeah. But you know, ultimately, it's it's a it's a popularity contest by people who make these things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not by necessarily by the people who go see them, and for for the people who do go see them, uh, they tried to give them an award and then everybody kind of like made a stink about that. They're like, Oh, you're just going to, what was that called? It was the popular like, Oscar. They yeah, didn't really give it a name cause they didn't get that far in the process, yeah, but they were trying to do something like that. And then everyone was like, that's stupid. All right, fine. So, you know, this is just, if, if you don't care about the Oscars, don't watch. Just like if you don't care about football, don't watch. And, hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. No, Too like, soon. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was more commenting on I the know, people know, who were like, oh, I just hope both teams have fun putting up the... Yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, fine. We get it. But if you like this thing, and I like this thing, yeah, we it gives us something to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think generally I, I agree. And I, I uh, definitely, I bit the bullet with the, uh, the uh, Regal Unlimited... Uh, so this segment is sponsored by uh, Regal. No, not really. Um, I wish, because then we wouldn't pay for the Regal Unlimited. Right? That, that I would take that for free, like as a <laughs> as a sponsorship. By the way, um, if anybody from Regal is listening, um, so yeah. So I'm getting into that, and I'm I'm interested to see how this is going to work over this year, because I got we got into it like towards the end of last year. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot easier to find things to watch because you're in the heart of when like awards movies are coming out and you're like, Oh, I want to see this because it got nominated for this, where it might get nominated for that. And so I saw some things that I was like, Oh, well I might not have seen that. Otherwise it'll be really interesting. Like in the middle of random months when maybe nothing is co- like, it's February. been, a, it's been a well, little, it's, it's been a little dry. So yeah. Uh, like so far get... January was a little dry other than I think. So I think the movies that I saw in January are ones that i just didn't see in December kind of thing. Um. <laughs> well, and for me, it was a few of the um, best picture nominees right. that I was just like, Oh, I missed them when it came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So once upon a time in Hollywood and yep, same Jojo rabbit. So, yep. Um, good. Yeah. So, I mean, and, 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 and uh, you know, as always, I think a lot of the movies that I really liked are movies that are not represented here. Um, but I think, I think the, the overall thing that I keep coming back to is actually, as I'm looking at this best picture list, that there are a lot of movies on here that I that I that I liked, which is not normally the case. There's the last couple of years, it's been like, well, the movie that I really like the best is not either not nominated or it's nominated and no one's actually talking about it actually having a chance to win, or or the the movie that's gonna win is gonna be the one that like everybody's gonna go at or worse um looking at you last season um <laughs> yeah what was it uh, uh we green book oh, was last year um that was, and and, and, and even that. taking last year as like the movie of the group that i think and i'm struggling to remember but of the ones that were nominated last year i think the movie that i liked the best was 
Star is Born. But even that was like, it was good, but would I watch it repeatedly? And is it a movie that I'm going to keep coming back to? Probably not. Um, I mean, you have the soundtrack on repeat. Right? I mean, yeah. in the shallow, out, out, low, low, down. Um, <laughs> so things like that. Good job, um, whereas I think there are movies here that I think I'll, I'll come back to. And, um, and uh, I think that I'm of, of a different opinion about certain movies than, than the uh, Academy will probably end up going, but we'll see how that goes. Um, and then, you know, I'm not necessarily sure that the movie that I liked the best this year is necessarily in this list, although it's probably close to it. Um, and we can talk about that a little more later, but um, yeah, I think that's I think that's good. So, general thoughts is that I think good year for movies um, overall, and I think for the most part this does a pretty good job of of indicating like what movies were were well received and that sort of thing. Yeah. All Agreed. right. So let's then um, start with the categories, and we're going to do this. I have the uh, the official ABC Oscars twenty twenty ballot here in front of me. And so, <laughs> oh, oh, it's official. Yes, very official. So we're going to do this uh, according to – they have the – this is the most annoying thing. Uh, they list them in alphabetical order by category, which is useless. Well, well, you just um, go with whatever you want. <laughs> so that's what we're, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go with – just because it's easier to, to do that, and we'll go through the ones that, uh, that we're going to talk about. Um, now, the sort of unfortunate thing about – you mentioned all the Guild Awards and all these kind of things – uh, is that it's sort of making for a slightly less than exciting um, uh, year in some cases in terms of like what the Oscars are going to do. Now, there could still be some surprise. Like Glenn Close won literally everything last year. Not Glenn. Was it Glenn Close? Yeah, for the wife. Oh, for the wife. Yeah. The, yeah. Leading up to the Oscars, and then she did not win the it Oscar. It was her year. Um, <laughs> she finally got over murdering all those puppies and wanted uh, <laughs> Was that it? 101 Dalmatians? Yes, yeah. she was. Yes, she was in that movie. <laughs> um, for sure. Um, and then uh, when... Uh, what was her? Was it? Um, crap. For Best Actress? Yep. Um, Big, yep. From the favorite. I can't remember her name. Uh, Olivia... Oh. oh Coleman. Uh, Olivia Coleman. Yep, there we go. Uh, Coleman. When Olivia Coleman won and she Who was... Who was in like... Eight seconds of that movie. I mean, I know now she was in more of it, but yes, still, yes, yes. it was like it was strange. Uh, yeah. Well, I think part of it was that they they pitted they they worked it that way, and then they pitted uh, Emma Stone and Rachel Vice against one another in the mm. supporting actress. It was yeah. kind of weird. Was... Um, but anyway, so she won, and she was legitimately surprised. Like I've ne I haven't seen anyone <laughs> yeah. surprised to have won an Oscar in a long time, up until the Golden Globes when Missing Link won for for. Uh, for best animated feature, that's like the the most surprise I've ever seen anybody. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so all that to say, they were like, we voted for Toy Story four. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. All that to say, the there there doesn't appear to be a lot of surprises that for especially for these acting categories, but we'll see how it goes. Um. So we'll start with actor in a leading role, and the nominees are uh, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, which I have not seen, and I don't even actually know where it exists. I um I've <laughs> seen it uh, around uh, iTunes. Uh, okay, gotcha. So it wasn't even in theaters or anything around here. It maybe had a yeah a stint or something, but uh yeah. So Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time, in Hollywood. I feel like I have to do that. Uh, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price. For the Two Popes, which is a Netflix film that I have seen in the Netflix 
uh, sort of lineup and have looked and I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, okay, well, there it is. Did you choose to watch the trailer or did it just start playing? It just started like, playing I and I was like, well, I'll just watch the whole thing. And <laughs> yeah, then that, I was like, that's I my exposure to it too. <laughs> really have any interest in that. Anyway, so how we're going to do this is we're going to, um, we're going to talk about what you would choose if you were a voter and then what you think that the Academy is going to do. Pretty, cool. pretty simple. All right, so Ryan, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, actor in a leading category, in a leading role. What, what do you do? What would, what do you think is going to happen? Um, I would want to give it to uh, Leonardo DiCaprio just uh, because in uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he is fantastic in in his portrayal of uh, essentially what he maybe feels he might even be becoming, uh, but he does it in in such a great way. Um, for for uh, you know, especially for what that movie's trying to portray, and, and uh, also I would want to give it to him so that he knows he doesn't have to eat raw dead animals <laughs> to to, to get to get an award. Um, Revenant was great, but yep, yep, come yep. on, like Leo's, yeah, uh, yeah, just uh, uh, I would, I think I would give it to Leo um, in in those regards, um, but I think it's probably. Uh, a slam dunk to to go to Joaquin. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Ne- never. <laughs> I have very. I have I have thoughts on that. Which, sure. But uh, it's a complicated movie in many ways. Complicated, and I think he is com- a complicated individual. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it it'll go to him. It, it's going to Joaquin. That's 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 that. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. I thought uh, DiCaprio was quite good in Once Upon a Time as well, um, and I, and I I would probably, however, go Adam Driver with this, um, mostly because what I don't want to have I I feel like Adam Driver is going to end up getting the Leonardo DiCaprio treatment here, where he's going to get nominated for a yep. bunch of things. <laughs> And then somebody's going to be like, when's he going to get that Oscar? And then we're going to give him an Oscar for something, and we're going to go – and then a couple of years later, we're going to go, is that is that the one we really wanted to – I mean, I yeah. guess that was – I mean, yeah. it was – I mean, it was, yeah. he did a lot of stuff. He ate the bear meat, but like <laughs> – Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no. like – it's fine, like it's good, like but it's not what we want. Adam, um, Adam and, Driver, and, don't eat bear meat. Yeah, don't I mean, Oscar, please. I, 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 I don't, I don't see that happening. And I, I, I think Adam Driver will be back in this category or another category at some point along the way and get his Oscar. But I would, uh, I think he's fantastic in, in Marriage Story and has a lot, lot to, lot of uh, good work in there. Um, but I do agree that that Joaquin is getting this. And interestingly enough, this is kind of the same thing as the DiCaprio thing. Yep. He's never won. Mm-hmm. He's been nominated several times. People are... I haven't heard the whole, like, when's he going to win thing very much. There's just been sort of an inevitability to it, though, ever since the movie came out. Like, oh, like, Joaquin is, is really good in this. And I, I don't disagree with that. Um, I think he is quite good in the movie. And I think it's not necessarily his fault that the movie is complicated and that there's a lot going on. I mean, he's the actor, and so he has to sort mm-hmm. of act the film it, that is given yeah. to him yeah uh, there are a lot of uh and we i know we're gonna get into it late more later <laughs> but there's a lot of strengths to that film um he certainly steals the show right for it well, so to speak <laughs> you know and go bigger um i think 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think with a more a, a more a a better handling director, then I think he would have honed it Shots fired. down a little better. Yeah, sorry, Todd Phillips. I'm not sorry, uh, <laughs> but I think he would have. Uh, I think my vote would have been for him, but yeah. he just it it's it's you know inescapable. Yeah, sure, sure. His um his running away with that film. Yeah, well, and like I said, he's been winning everything up to this point. So, um, and and like you know, of the things that it is likely to win for, I think it's the one that bothers me the least. There are other categories that I think it could end up winning for that I'm like, hmm, well, I guess that's fine. But um, anywho. Um, all right. So on to actor in a supporting role. Uh, we have Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. We have Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. He's the, the second of the uh, two titular popes. Uh, <laughs> we have Al Pacino in The Irishman. We have Joe Pesci from The Irishman. And we have Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure why the Oscars did that. I don't think the actual it's, it is of it the, is in the is, title is of the movie. That's okay. the way it. it he I, actually the, yeah. the the title card at the end is Once Upon a Time, and then in Hollywood yeah. it comes up separately. So well, anyway. that's all right. Um, so <laughs> this is going to be pretty short for me because I think the the answer of wh- who I think it should go to and who I think it's going to go to is the same for me. Um, and it's going to be Brad Pitt, um, mm-hmm. running a on a similar sort of Joaquin Phoenix Leonardo DiCaprio thing and that he's been around for a long time he's very well respected by people probably you know across the 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 board the actors the directors everybody uh really likes him and likes having him around um and I'll be honest when I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I was initially because I just saw it a couple of weeks ago so this is like post all the stuff that was coming out of and he had already won the Golden Globe and da 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 and initially because he doesn't have a whole lot to do at the beginning of the movie. He's just sort of just a driver. driving Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio around. But it's the his his thing is the the bit at the at the ranch place where mm-hmm. he goes and that that is this that's the thing that's going to going to win him win him the award sort of uh Judy Dench, you know, from yeah. <laughs> from, oh, yeah. from Shakespeare in Love style, where she yeah. walks in for six minutes well, and says, "Hey, I'm here," um, and wins a, wins an Oscar. And you know, there's he's doing other things at other points throughout the film, but I think that's his big, like showy, like Oscar well, scene. Yeah, and uh, or sequence, I, mean, I suppose, you, is more of accurate. But, but oddly enough, it's one of those roles too where you can look at it and um, if, and I think it it does help define what a supportive role is is that if you remove this character would the movie work and i don't think it does at all correct uh so i think in those regards um he is very good uh uh a, su- a supporting role and yeah uh, i i think he wins it and that would be my pick cool too. also i didn't see two of the four films <laughs> and yeah, yeah, no offense, no offense to no offense to Joe Pesci or um, Al Pacino. Was that it? Yes. Yeah, no offense to those guys. Great job doing that thing. Yeah, you've been doing for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, and, and and honestly, this would probably been a situation where they would have canceled each other out anyway. Like yeah. that's usually what happens when. Yeah, I could kind of see it if if it you know they throw us a curveball and Pesci wins because they're like. Uh, you know, I, like kind of a more or less lifetime achievement award type of thing for yeah. him, but you know, it's I think I think Pitt. Should well, he has a real Oscar, doesn't he? Uh, he for won Goodfellas. For, yeah, 
Like he's a supporting actor already, so ah, we're good. Whatever. I mean, he did come back after Martin Scorsese asked him like seventy-five times or whatever it was. It is though. I will <laughs> say it is interesting how different his role is. I mean, I say he's been doing, he's doing the same thing, but right. his it's, it's a very like it's a pretty a quiet muted, part. Yeah, it's it's certainly a more muted. He's okay. I mean, he doesn't actually do any of the right. horribleness right, thing right, right. in it, but yeah. I mean, I I say you know. Uh, why isn't Ray Romano in this spot? That's all I gotta say. Like, I know, man. Great, uh, great spot. Man. Great job by you, Ray Romano. Anyway, um, on to another, what seems like an inevitability category. Uh, actress in a leading role. Uh, we have Cynthia. Hold on, that's a very small. Uh, Ervo, I believe, is what it says, and it didn't print out very well for Harriet. Um, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Saoirse Ronan, Little Women. Charlize Theron, Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, this might surprise you. Well, <laughs> let me see that. I didn't see. Um, well, this isn't the surprising part. I did not see Judy or Bombshell. I've yet to see Little Women. Looking forward to it. I did not see Harriet. So Scarlet Joe is the only <laughs> one I've seen on that. That's uh, that's gonna be my uh, that's gonna be my pick there you for. Go. Uh, who should win it, and also who, honestly, I think they might give it to her for that. It maybe, maybe it it would be but, it, it would be a surprise on the level of of last year's best actress winner mm-hmm. uh, if that happened that way, and I would not be real mad about it. Um, I, ooh, this is for me. It's a it's a toss up between Scarlett Johansson and Saoirse Ronan, who are both good really great in both of their this films for who you would pick yes okay. in terms of who i would pick so i wouldn't be mad either way about it um Saoirse is she's she's like 24 she's and already has like six oscar nominations yeah she's, she's she the, got uh, one at 12 or something or however she will, was when she was in atonement and where's she from again she's irish she is the irish emma stone <laughs> That's, she's, that's the one, right? I almost said Watson, sure. like, not yeah. Watson. Because Watson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Emma, she's the Irish Emma, Emma Stone. Because that was Emma Stone. She, like, turned 21 and had, like, three. Yeah. Or, or, or uh, no, who, who am I thinking also? Uh, I don't know who you're Hunger Games. Oh, that, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, she won, yeah. she won her Oscar at, like, 24 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then was nominated in, like, three films. Yeah. Back to back. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but I, I, I just, I mean, again... This is a so far a pretty chalk uh, run of awards, and uh, Renee Zellweger, Zellweger has apparently won everything for a movie that nobody seems to like all that much. I didn't think anyone saw it. Uh, I don't know. I guess. I guess again, this is a list of yeah. movies that people who make movies see. Yeah. And that is a movie about making movies. Yep. <laughs> Generally, they're going to see that. Yeah. So. Well, and it ticks a lot of the sort of Oscar bo- boxes. It's a, you mm-hmm. know, pl- it's a playing a real person who struggled with something vital. In mm-hmm. this case, I think it's like alcoholism and drug addiction, I think is what Judy Garland went through as a, as a, in the later part of her life. Um, you know, playing a famous person generally helps your your cause in this particular case um and she's really the only one of this group this year that's doing that um although i guess you could argue that that charlie's theron and uh margot robbie and the supporting actress are both well not margot robbie sorry but charlie's theron theron is also doing that but um yeah i think i mean again i'll be be this would be shocking if if renee zellweger doesn't win it i don't understand it 
because it doesn't seem to be a movie that the Academy likes all that much because they didn't nominate mm-hmm. for anything else. And she, it's not like she's never won anything. She mm-hmm. won for Cold Mountain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could be they're giving it to her because did, did Judy Garland? Yeah, Judy Garland won. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's a strange. Yeah, but... It's a strange for sure. All right. Um, actress in a supporting role. We have uh, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, she, you got to admit, she did very good she for was, that. It, she was. it was really, it was the, it was the scene where she pleased to yeah. mix the plea. Yeah, her. absolutely. That's yeah. the, that's, that's the bit they're playing at the she, Oscars. Yeah. Um, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson returning, this time for Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Florence Pugh, Little Women. And Margot Robbie for Bombshell. So, let's see. Um... I actually have seen all these movies except for Bombshell. I have not seen Bombshell yet, and I probably won't because I don't think it's in theaters anymore. Um, the actors seem to like Bombshell a lot, as it has got a lot of affection there, but almost nowhere else. Um, so I I have not seen Jojo Rabbit yet either, so I can't really speak to Scarlett Johansson in this particular movie. Um, but you know, as a uh, sort of like, you know, if she doesn't win. The, the the leading actress maybe I could I could go that way but um, I'm actually really good with with Laura Dern winning and that's what I expected to, to see in this particular case um, I think she has a very interesting part in uh, in uh, little women or sorry not little women she is in little women as well she is um, actually uh, so uh, you know maybe it's it could be one of those things where they're like she had a great year and we're gonna award her for all this stuff they but, used to do that they used to. Fun fact. I mm-hmm. think that makes a lot of sense. Like if you're in more than one thing and mm-hmm. they feel like, you know, we can just add, instead you end up with what ScarJo is, is here this year. But, um, Lord, I thought she had an interesting part in marriage story, but it's a really important part of the story. And I think she does well with her few scenes, um, that she has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also did not see bombshell. Um, wanted to, uh, let me see where we're at here um yeah um i did see jojo rabbit and uh i can tell you that uh she is fantastic in that and uh she she really does help kind of propel that story um this is a lot of high praise for scarlett johansson that i'm giving here robert i was gonna say uh, but i didn't want to out you on that anybody listening to this knows me I know I typically don't have high praise for her, but no, she was actually uh, quite fantastic in Jojo Rabbit. I think that was her best role I've seen her in so far. Nice. However, this is also going to surprise you. I think Laura Dern takes it. Yeah. Uh, I know she took the Golden Globe, uh, and she uh, she owns that role very well. Um, and unlike um, what I was saying about uh uh, uh, about Joaquin and Joker, she doesn't steal the movie away and make it like she, she, you know, there's a little, you could argue there's a little bit of chin, scene chewing uh, going on there. Um, and, you know, when she kind of is introduced and you're trying to figure out who this character is. But, um, if, if I have to say, uh, anything about marriage story and also, um, you know, Robert knows I'm not a Noah Baumbach fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that style of filmmaking generally. The that whole um, uh, mumblecore, like here's people in their 20s and 30s, uh, you know, in pretty decent lives that are having problems and stuff. And it's like, yeah, we all have these problems. Get it? Who cares? <laughs> and it, this movie is 
that. It is that. But um, the way she kind of represents her character, like, you know, it's, I appreciate the fact that they aren't making her out to be a villain. If you haven't seen it, it is worth a watch. But nobody's really made out to be a bad, you know, the Mm -hmm. bad guy or a protagonist. It's just people with flaws. Yeah. And uh, she does an excellent job at that. Love seeing Laura Laura Dern kind of back in a spotlight. Um, Let's hope the the next Jurassic World movie doesn't you know, send her back into obscurity. <laughs> not that the not that Jurassic Park did. Or well, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park, Park 3, three did. Not that Jurassic... I guess it kind of did. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. She's fantastic. Because that movie is no good. Um, but, yeah. Anywho. Laura Dern, Marriage yep, Story. Absolutely. Um, which... Pretty, seems pretty to hold pretty pretty well so far. So, all right, on we go to directing. I'm skipping animated feature because I, I mean I honestly don't know. Um, cinematography, which I have a pretty good thought about. Costume design, um, and we'll get into some a little bit about these other categories in a little bit. Um, moving on to directing, mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna have to do this yeah. from memory a little bit because they just list the names of the films here. Um, I think I can do it though. Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. Yes. Um, Todd Phillips for Joker. Yeah. Sam Mendes for 1917. Yep. Uh, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. And Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Good job. I would have stumbled on that one. Um, yeah, that last one was no, a little... I was a little trepidatious about no, that, but... No offense to him. Fantastic yeah, director. For sure. Um, who is it? Uh, my turn? Yeah. Uh, sure. I think. Why not? All right. So <laughs> this one's tough. Um, I'm, I, I immediately remove Scorsese and Phillips from this conversation. Uh, no offense to Scorsese at all. Um, but I just don't think, and, and honestly, Tarantino, I think this is a, a Sam Mendes, Spong Junho face off. I'll be honest. I'm not disagreeing with you, <laughs> but you know, that, yeah. Well, we'll get to Tarantino here in a little bit, um, yeah. in, in a moment, but I think this, I think He's just, you just know he's somewhere just itching. He's like, yeah. for some reason, like, he's got, he knows. Like, he's got one of those things like, where anytime, some random kid in South Carolina talking about it pops me. up, it's like, it, like, he's got his, like, little internet thing. So it's like, whenever his name is pings, he's just, like, and he listens to everything. That's he's right. Like, he's making that, that face that, <laughs> that he makes, where his face looks all stretched out. Um, anyway. I think that's just his face, man. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Um, so I respected both of these movies a great deal, as we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, but it seems, very much seems, uh, that uh, Sam Mendes is going to be the, the guy here. Um, and of the two movies, I think I liked 1917 better. And so that is the direction that I'm going to go, both for myself, and that's the direction that I think that the Academy will go. Ryan, uh, your thoughts? I... Uh... Boy, uh, not a lot of controversy here between us so far, huh? Um, uh, I tend to agree there. Um, I don't think I'd be mad if uh, if uh, Bong Joon Ho. That's it, right? Yes. Not, I, I wouldn't be mad if he he did win. I thought he um, he uh, gave a fantastic uh, speech at uh, the Globes for winning best screenplay. That was no foreign yeah. film. Foreign film. Sorry, um, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah, it, it goes to Mendez on this one. That that is just a mind blowing film <laughs> to kind of conceive of and then pull off. Yeah. So I think that's that's why that 
that it's going to take it there. For sure. Absolutely. Um, and again, wouldn't be surprised if, if, if Bong wins. And if he does win, I think that might say a lot about some other things. There's there's some directions mm-hmm. that this could go for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so skipping documentary feature, documentary short subject, film editing, international feature film, although that one's easy. Um <laughs> I think we just talked about it. <laughs> like, literally, if anything else besides Parasite wins, then we might have a weird thing going on. Um, that's all I got to say. I do think it is interesting, though, that Honeyland, a documentary, and this is the first time it's happened where mm-hmm. a documentary has been nominated in the best, which they changed the name of the category, too, from best the international film, film to feature international film, yes. feature film uh, category. And it's probably going to be a thanks for playing in both categories. Um, oh. That would be my guess. But okay. anyway, um, makeup and hairstyling or skipping original score, original song, and we will come back to best picture at the end, um, which is the only one that's not in alphabetical order just to confuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> production design. Um, oh, well, no. Animated short is also not. This is weird. Uh, this cat, this uh, thing makes no sense. Live action short, sound editing, sound mixing, visual effects. And then we come to adapted screenplay apparently also out of order this is a weird thing who designed this this person is not my friend all right so adapted screenplay i am not going to be able to do this um for memory <laughs> these names so I- i'm gonna have to be uh cruel and just name the films and and, and that's okay i that's don't it. think anybody listening probably so knows you can fill fine. these in all right um so the irishman which was written by a person one well, man, I believe. What, do, do you recall the um, the the text it is um, adapted from? Um, it's, it's like from um, a book called "I, I, I Paint Houses, houses Too," yeah. or something like that. Um, I, hold they on. Used to paint houses for a living. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, so, it's uh, it's definitely an interesting. Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can pull these up and have the actual names here um, oh my gosh can can we do that do we have the technology we have the technology that is incredible it is 2020 y'all craziness it's like if there were a database of <laughs> movies somewhere on the world wide web like what would you call that ah, here we go okay all right so the the irish irishman was written by stephen Z- Z- zillion zillion I don't oh no i'm much is. more interested in this category that helps <laughs> um then we have judge a rabbit written by taika waititi at it uh joker written by todd phillips and scott silver little women by greta gerwig and the two popes by anthony mccartan um ryan your turn cool um (laughs) i I can say uh that i i really do like this um uh this category here which is I like this. I do like this category a lot. Uh, the Irishman, though, is look. If you if you want just just a series of things going on for three and a half hours, the uh, Irishman uh, certainly does that. Uh, I would <laughs> honestly not be surprised if it wins it. I may have even picked that for. Oh yeah, I did. I did pick the Irishman for um, what will win simply because I think that's something that they would yeah that if they're going to give it and they I mean they gave this film 10 nominations if they're going to give it something it's going to be to something like that I agree I agree it, it covers so much ground there um, and it's probably something that the people who are going to be voting on this might have actually read 
Um, I often wonder uh, if they have read the texts for what it's been adapted from. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't seen Little Women yet. I hear she takes uh, some nice, uh, Greta Gerwig takes some nice liberties, but that's a story that's been done mm-hmm. a good bit before. Um, don't know nothing about Two Popes, uh, Joker. <laughs> the, the, uh, it's, uh, would you be surprised? Yeah. That's the question. Uh, I would want Jojo Rabbit to win it, though, because mm-hmm. it is... Um, what is that based on? It. Uh, it is based off of a book. Oh, gosh. What is it called? It's not called Jojo Rabbit. Right. Um, sorry, I forget. Uh, but uh, it is certainly based on a, a book that I guess Taika Waititi read, and he thought it would be interesting about a... A boy who has high hopes in growing up in Nazi Germany. And that was called Caging Skies. Caging Skies, yeah. Uh, he grows up in uh, Nazi Germany and has high hopes to become a Nazi and has an imaginary friend of Hitler. <laughs> and uh, then... Um, I'm really looking forward to this. It, I it is. Like, the I'm going to go see it this week so, and I'm just like... The premises just seems so... Like, really? Yeah. Um, like, but it, it in a lot of ways, I think it speaks to like so much about nationalism mm-hmm. and patriotism and uh what do you do when you're confronted with what you with um especially as a child um you know this notion that you thought a certain type of people or a certain thing was one way and then realizing it's not that way and that um yeah it just uh it's really fantastic and like i said you know, Scarlett Johansson does a great job. That kid who I can't remember his name and does a, a really... He has a lot of names, he, that's all he, I remember. Yeah, um, he does a fantastic job. Taika Waititi is always fantastic on screen, even as uh, a silly little Hitler. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I would want JoJo to win it, but I honestly, I think it's the Irishman. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't... I, I, I'm not going to be mad if it does, no. but I'm just like... You know, yeah, I, I, so. I, I, I said the same in my, as we were, I filled out a, a, a what I expected to win ballot thing at your um, suggestion earlier. And I think I think it will win because, as you say, it'd be hard for them to nominate it for nine categories, ten total Oscars without giving it anything. Um, and I think the other places where it's nominated, it has too much going against it. Um, so something like film editing, I just think there are too many other movies in that category that are just going to just overtake it. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the supporting actor, um, uh, the, the special effects thing is ridiculous because it features oh in gosh. about 20 minutes of the whole movie. It, like, I don't understand it at it, all. Yeah. Um, th- yeah, I just think that like, the, it has too how much. Does, how does that, like, it's the whole de-aging thing yeah. yet you're. Yet a movie like Captain Marvel, which did it the entire film. Yes. Well, and <laughs> maybe they didn't want to do the Disney thing too much. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Since literally three out of the other four out of the other four nominees are Disney yeah. movies. But anyway, um, so I, I agree with you. Um, I think the Little Women thing is inventive enough that it could enter into the conversation, but it just doesn't That's why seem it's nominated. But right. It just so. doesn't seem like there's a lot of. Um, you know, momentum for, for Greta mm-hmm. at this particular point, which is a shame. Um, cause she's, she's good. Mm-hmm. The Joker thing. I, again, I would not be surprised, but. Well, it, and, it, and it, here's it, the thing is like, how do you judge something? Is it judged based on, I don't really like, know. This is a question that we've, that we've talked about before. It's yeah. It's, well, and what is it? 
because the Joker thing isn't faithful to to any of the source material, really. No, it's only I it's mean, a kind of a, a the closest a version thing, of it. Yeah, the closest thing would be, I guess, a comic. And I know nothing about comics, I'll right. say. Yeah. But the closest thing I heard it was like the Killing Joke. But even right. that has Batman. So you know, what are you gonna do? So moving on then mm-hmm. to adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm oh, sorry, original screenplay. Original, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we have Knives Out, written by Ryan Johnson, the most maybe under unappreciated movie of the of the entire mm-hmm. year. I'm just gonna go out there and say mm-hmm. that. Um, you uh, sent me a, a version, a copy of the screenplay, and as I'm just reading over it every once in a while, just over it up and just read a couple of pages and i'm like how in the world <laughs> um yeah he should get a win this just by the sheer fact that he came up with the freaking plot mm. um anyway uh marriage story uh by the aforementioned noah Baumbach. um and we also have a lovely husband and wife uh pitted not against each other but we could have a husband and wife winning oscars together on the same night possibly it's in it's in the realm of possibility uh we have 1917 uh written by sam mendes and christy wilson cairns or carnes i think it is we have once upon a time in hollywood written by quentin tarantino and we have parasite written by bong joon ho han jin wan and story by bong joon ho just in case you needed that clarification which i always found very strange um so this is an interesting one uh yeah, I'm, yeah. Lots of good stuff here. Oh, Let's just yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, as I already said, Knives Out, truly the most inventive film of of the year. I'm going to go out and say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I concur. Um, so a lot of good there, but I just it, it clearly doesn't have the backing. I don't think that they took it very seriously, even though it's really well con- constructed and, and really well written and all those kind of things. Well, it's, it, yeah. Um, it could be nominated in uh, plenty more categories than this. But, correct. Yeah. Uh, like production design? Hello? Mm-hmm. Um, editing? <laughs> editing. Yeah. I mean... For sure. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> 1917, I don't think, has enough story to win here. I actually thought it was kind of interesting that it was even here in the first place. Um, yeah. the, the story itself is a little thin. As much as I like the movie, I don't think this is a, a place where it's Th- going to shine. I think it's... Um, it yeah you're right because the way it is portrayed really uh, limits it for what it can do story wise. Correct, correct. Um, so that brings it down to Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, so um, Marriage Story, as much as I liked it, it seems again much like with the Little Women adaptation for uh, for Greta Gerwig. Um, it has sort of lost its momentum along the way. There was um, certainly a lot of conversation and things that I was listening to and reading along uh, when it originally came out that it was going to be like one of the most important Oscar movies of the year. It doesn't seem to have, uh, while it propelled to, you know, several nominations, it just doesn't look like it's going to get anything at this point, to be honest with you. Um, and so we have an interesting conversation then about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. Uh, so the WGA Awards just came out. And Parasite won in this category. Oh. However, Quentin Tarantino was not eligible because he is not a member of the guild. Why would he be? <laughs> like, seriously. Right. <laughs> so, Tarantino won the Golden Globe. Take that for what you will. Um, and then Parasite won the WGA. But because Tarantino wasn't there, you can't really pit these things up against each other. Hmm. But it does in- bring in an interesting situation. Um I, I think Tarantino's going to get it because I 
don't think, other than Brad Pitt, that 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 they're going to win much of anything mm-hmm. elsewhere. So I think this is going to be one of the situations where they're going to give it to him as like a, hey, great, you made this great movie, and it was clever well, and well-written, but maybe it's not doing the other things that we want. So that, um, I'll admit, is information to me that uh, Parasite did win that. Here's... Um, this does put a wrinkle on that because I had picked uh, Once Upon a Time as what I think is going to win. Yeah. Um, what I would want to win would be Knives Out. Agreed. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I agree wholeheartedly. But um, so uh, as I understand it again, uh, that writers have to vote in, in the Academy. Uh, members who are writers vote for writers. Like, just like editors vote for editors. Uh, production design votes for production design. Everybody votes for best picture. That's my understanding of how it works. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, so I still think it goes to Tarantino because he's kind of a, a weird little Hollywood darling mm-hmm. there, and in a very strange way, <laughs> it's. It, but uh, you know, I'd be happy to see Parasite yeah. know, beat it, but. Boy, would it not! If, if I will, I will pop so hard if, uh, if Knives Out wins. But, uh, yeah, I agree. Very, yeah. very exciting. That would be that would be that'd be awesome. Especially, and it, and it would be great considering the mm. middle finger that was yeah. that was the third Star Wars movie to Ryan Johnson, yeah. um, <laughs> for him to win more Oscars mm. than Star Wars, which is definitely possible. Um, let's just say that. For the record, Rise of Skywalker. Yes, Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Sorry. All right, so we are going to then move on to uh, Best Picture, and then we'll have a short conversation about uh, just an, a below-the-line thing that you find, a, a race that you find most interesting, uh, slash if you want to take like a, a random uh, poll. So nominees for Best Picture. <laughs> I was going to pull this Buckle up. Buckle in, folks. Here we go. Um, there are nine of them. For some reason, uh, again, why don't we just do ten and call it a day? Uh, so Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I could tell you that it was produced by Peter Charon, Geno Topping. That sounds like a fake name. Um, and <laughs> James okay. Mangold, uh, The Irishman, Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Jane Rosenthal, Emma Tillinger, Koskoff, our producers, Jojo Rabbit, Carthew Neal, Taika Waititi, and Chelsea Winstanley, producers, Joker, Todd Phillips, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, why not? And They're em- buds. And Emma, know, Tillinger, and Emma Tillinger Koskoff back again. So she has, she's she got two uh, two horses in the race there. Um, probably none of, neither of them likely to win. Uh, Little Women, Amy Pascal, producer. Marriage Story, Noah Baumbach and David Heyman, producers. 1917, Sam Mendes, Pippa Harris, Jane Ann Tegrin, and Callum McDonald, the McDougal, sorry. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, David Heyman, Shannon McIntosh, and Quentin Tarantino, producers. That's nice that he's last there. And Parasite, uh, Kwok Sin Ai and Bong Jun Ho, producers. So there we go. That was a lot of names. All right. So same thing. Um, Wait, did you say 1917? I did. Okay. <laughs> it was in the middle there. So again, uh, so, Ford hey, versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Ryan, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think you would want to happen um well uh i'll say this and include it as like what i thought was the best picture uh i saw of last year absolutely even, even though i pretty sure i saw it 
this year, but don't worry about it. <laughs> um, sorry, we're not in, in New York or L.A. Uh, no, I um, I think 1917 should take it. Again, it is a fantastic uh, achievement in um, conceptualized visual storytelling. Um, I know we talked about the the weakness on as far as like what can happen when you try and tell a tale. Uh, through one shot, but just, uh, you know, uh, I'll quickly go ahead and say kudos to Deacons for his uh, cinematography. I think he's going to take that. I think the production design was fantastic. I think it takes that. Um, I thought uh, that, really, I thought the editing was great. You know, I know that there are, you know, some people going to be like, oh, you can see the edits. when they... But there are a lot of times you cannot see those edits. You think you do, but I... <laughs> I I challenge somebody to find every single edit in that film. Uh, it is, uh, it is absolutely exceptional. Um, I thought the, the fact that they just, they kind of went with no names, you know, for your main roles. And then you had, um, you know, uh, Cumberbatch show up for like six seconds in a room <laughs> at the end. And then, um, Colin Firth okay, at the Colin beginning. Firth, and... Like literally they're just, okay, we're here. And then off you go. Yep. And then it's like, okay, cool. Thanks. But yeah, it was just, they did, they did great. Everybody did uh, their job extraordinarily well uh, for that film. And uh, kudos to Sam Mendes uh, for telling what is essentially a personal story. You know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, much of that based off of stories his grandfather told him and bringing um, World War One into a visual light, uh, whereas it normally isn't. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's that'd be my high praise and gushing for that, and I think it does take best picture this year. And yeah, I I I, I think all the things that you just said were correct, including the cinematography for Roger Deakins. I think he is probably going to win that uh, without you know much breaking much of a sweat, which is good because he probably broke a lot of sweat <laughs> yeah. making this movie. Um, yeah. So he is not a young man, by the way. It's <laughs> <laughs> also true. Um, so I'm actually going to do this in a slightly different way. Uh, so we, as we mentioned, the, the Oscars are for this particular category are done in a very strange way, what they would call it a preferential ballot. It's a very strange, bizarre thing that Ryan alluded to earlier. Okay. Um, so what I did was I, um, I made my, my list of what my preferential ballot would look like. Where and essentially, I, I did not, but I, w- I can try and do it too. That's all right. Like. We, <laughs> um, so essentially, what you do is you rank them one through one through nine. Got it. Um, now I haven't seen Judge a Rabbit yet, so it doesn't get a, a spot in the in the in the list yet. So I only have I only have one through eight. Which is how you would actually vote. <laughs> right. Exactly. So as it works out, so it may come into play. So I'm going to go backwards. Um, as much as I hate to, this is this is going to sound like like blasphemy blasphemy for for many people, but The Irishman is eight. Mm. <laughs> it is a work of pure I, work yeah I got it um, <laughs> Irishman is 8 Joker 7 um, this is also going to I actually am surprised you put Irishman below Joker I, just well I uh, nah I guess as, a, as an entertainment value thing I think yeah. is where that came down to mm-hmm. um, and then I'm going to go Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at 6 shame I know sorry um, it was just like I just didn't like get it as much as I think a lot of people did, which is fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I think other people are more Tarantino heads than I am and that's okay. Um, Ford versus Ferrari was five. I just had really, like, I enjoyed that movie. Like it was, okay, okay. You know, no. it's not going to, you know, 
No, I enjoyed it uh, a lot too. Yeah, and and I thought it was like really well made, and I think in any other year it probably It'll, is in a much stronger conversation. It, it could probably take a sound uh, design award or something. I think it's in that conversation as well, for sure. Um, Ford vs. Ferrari 5, uh, Parasite 4, Marriage Story 3, uh, and I could probably flip either one of those two, depending on how I'm feeling about it. Um, Little Women 2 and 1917 hmm. 1. Nice. Um, and I agree. I think that's the direction this is going to go. Um, I do think that Parasite is the sort of, like, it's a very, it's a lot, a bit of a closer rate race than we might think at this point. Um, I think there's a lot of people who seem to have a lot of nice things to say about Parasite, and they really, mm-hmm. and, but I think in the end, the sort of the nature of the filmmaking of 1917, I think, is going to be the thing that wins out. So, yeah, and I think um, kind of in a way, like you, you could look at something like Parasite is different in a way than like say. Uh, get out or like panther was and the reason i bring those up is because those kind of ended up in the best picture category i think out of necessity for the world at the time uh not to take away from their what their uh those films are but uh when you look you know when i was looking at like get out i was like this is nominated for best picture Mm -hmm. i mean i i understand the kind of the tone the message and what it's trying to say and stuff, but is it really one of the best films of the year? And I know that's controversial among people who are just like, absolutely, it's the best picture, the best movie that was made that year. And I'm like, was yeah. I'm looking at that and I'm like, I thought Moonshine was better. <laughs> Moonshine? No, Moonlight. Moonlight was the Moonlight, year before, gosh. but yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Moonshine, I was drinking that. I was <laughs> just kidding. No, no, I don't do that. No. Um, but yeah, it, it's like, and then same with Black Panther. It's like, oh, you're gonna put Black Panther in there, but that to to me, yes, it did a lot for the story it was telling, um, but it also didn't do much very different that oh, aside, you know, outside of what other films before it had been doing. It just happened to be a bit more topical. Yeah. you can cut no, any of this too. <laughs> And no, um, but Parasite, what I find interesting about that is that um, not only does it expose light on a culture that a lot of people assume to know, maybe, yeah. um, they it shows a lot more of, uh, of that culture. It is a super compelling story to watch and a very interestingly crafted tale. Like, yes, agreed. You know, and... Um, and so in those regards, I'm like, yeah, it absolutely is one of the best pictures we saw because it took those elements and it presented it, uh, to a audience far broader than I think it expected to. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think and, all that's correct. I, I, I just didn't get what, like where the direction that the movie took at the end and I, yeah. I'm not, not to spoil it. It does go zero to it gets, it goes, like, it gets real bonkers. Yeah. It, it not the very very end because the very end I th- I thought was actually very interesting and had was a very kind mm-hmm. of interesting point that that the that the writers and and Bong Joon Ho were making about sort of class and and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. But the thing that leads up to to the ending, the sort of climax of the movie, I, I think that we would argue is just like <laughs> came out of nowhere, and I didn't quite understand how it got there. Based on where, it, worth would, where it had gone, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, not not a not a one to watch with the children. Nope. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, actually, you can up until that point because 
the it's in it's in yeah. Korean and <laughs> can understand it. Um, anyway, <laughs> all right. So cool. So we're both in agreement there. Right. That, that, that works out. I, I I feel like pretty confident about most of these things. Yeah. Um, like ninety percent on on most of this. So, mm-hmm. all right. So let, we're gonna do. We're gonna end up in this in this thing with a with a little bit of a of a, of a change up. So I want you to give me. Yeah. One of the below of the other categories that we haven't mentioned that you feel pretty really confident about. It can be any really anything about. anything. Oh, uh, any of the other categories that we haven't talked about. Okay, um, I'll go score on this one, um, and this is uh, this is probably the one that is uh, is a very well deserved award, I think, and it's probably one that. I don't think people are going to realize probably I'm, I'm assuming this, the significance around it um, score. I'm giving to Joker. Um, do you have, who, I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> her name is, her name, her name is Hildur Gunadotter. Gunadotter. Yes. Gun, She's Glad Icelandic, I think. Of me. Uh, um, no, and the reason uh, I give it to that is I did think that it was, a it was a that score was a part of that story i agree you know it definitely it gave that the visual tone even more depth and um the significance i'm you know alluding to would be i really don't know many uh female composers that are out there in Mm -hmm. the world like i went to film school there weren't any in the four years I was there, no composing students that were that were women, and um, I haven't checked, double checked this, but I'm pretty sure she might be like the first to be, to at least to win like a Golden Globe, and then she won the Globe for that. I believe that was true. I don't and, know if she's. And I would argue to say it most likely would be the case that she would be the first uh, woman to win a composing Oscar, um, which is great. You know, it's uh, it's another one of those highly and not only is it a highly male dominated field it's a highly white male dominated field it's a highly old white man dominated <laughs> field as, as noted by the rest of the the yeah the nominees, uh, the nominees. yeah um i mean i think uh there's a lot of uh young talent that's coming out um you can look at um is it johan johansson or whatever his yep. name is yeah. the guy who won last year for uh, black mm-hmm. panther yeah or not not Black Panther. Was it Black yeah. Panther? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he also won. I think he's won multiple times now. Um, uh, they, you know, he's he might be old. I don't know. But you know, there, there's not. You you see that there's. It's not just your. Oh, it's John Williams again. Well, he is nominated. Maybe it could be. But uh, I know why not. Uh, but uh, it's uh, and nothing to take away from their work. But you know, it's great to see recognition like that. Uh, I think we're not too far off from seeing a, um, uh, if we haven't already, um, a cinematography nomination for for women, which is another we had, highly we male. We had one. We did a have one. Years ago. Right? Yeah, I think we did. Um, another highly male-dominated field, and nothing. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, no, I think you it's... know, it's great because it shows that there is a, you know, a change of, you know, hierarchy. I guess coming about. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know it's uh i always uh like to say i can't wait to talk about like women in these fields without being surprised that they can mm-hmm. now the surprise is that it's taken so long for people to recognize their fine work and she really does 
a, an exceptional job with that score. So hats off to her. Uh, I hope she wins it. Um, I hope it's the only one that that movie. <laughs> well, I mean, it's likely to be the the second, at least the one of two. Could probably be makeup. Why not? Um, there I wasn't think that's, a fat suit makeup th- nomination, by the way. No, there was not for sure. Um, that, that's that's been like at least the last couple of them. It's mostly makeup. <laughs> related things yeah mm-hmm. i mean i haven't seen judy so i don't know what's going on so according <laughs> to uh um sources here so she sources. would she would be the he first doesn't say Wikipedia. yeah that's true uh <laughs> she would be the first wo- woman to win under the current style of it because apparently so the original oh, score gotcha. thing has changed several times um a um marilyn bergman won for yentl in 2000 in 1983 um for a category that at the time was called original song score and its adaptation or adaptation score. So that was a different category. Um, Rachel Portman won in 1996 for Emma for the original music or comedy score, um, which was a separate category back then. And apparently also in 1997 when Ann Dudley won for the full Monty for the same category. Hmm. But in the interim, uh, Rachel Portman, who won that, that Oscar for Emma in 1996, has been nominated twice uh, in 1999 for Cider House Rules and in 2000 for Chocolat. Um, and then nothing until 2016 when Micah Levy, Levi, Mick, I don't know, I'm not pronouncing that correctly, for Jackie, mm-hmm. was nominated in 2016. And then uh, 2019 for uh, this current nomination. So there have been a total of, including those those four and the two in the three wins there have been uh one two three others since 1974 there you go so it would be a a first for sure um i think that's an interesting direction and i i i agree i think that's a pretty good pretty good pick um the only sort of the inclusion of alexandre desplat complicates that for so many reasons because they just love him yeah, but um, he, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a good score. And which one was it? That Little was Women. The, Little Women? Yeah. Oh, but, I, again, I haven't seen it, so but we'll I see. don't know. Um, but, but I th- I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right. Anyway, um, I'm going to go with one that I don't feel like really complicated, like really strong about, but I think will be very interesting. Um, and that is film editing, which I'm going to pull a slight wild card on here and give to Ford versus Ferrari. For this reason, um, several years ago, Whiplash won in this category uh, for its very uh, sort of jazzy take mm-hmm. on editing. Mm-hmm. It was very flashy, like in-your-face editing. And I feel like Ford versus Ferrari has a very similar thing going on. It's the pace of it. And, I, and again, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, which is nominated in this category yet. Um, the Irishman feels sort of eh, like, eh, fine. Um, Joker. There's so much there. It's like it's, right. Okay. Um, Joker. <laughs> you know, I don't remember anything particularly like interesting about the way that movie was was shot necessarily. Parasite is probably the front runner in this, and re, in in all reality, um, but I think Ford versus Ferrari is the one that has like the 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 flashiest like style thing going on in that particular case, and I think um, that could be a direction that that they go to kind of reward the movie that the, a movie that's maybe unlikely to win anywhere else i think you're right about the the sound mm-hmm. um i think 1917 might have a case in those particular categories as well um yeah it's uh, one thing i was doing 
uh, today was uh, actually looking back at previous winners for um, especially like sound, mm-hmm. uh, and that was there. It's usually like sci-fi film, horror movie, uh, you know, shoot 'em up movie. Yep. So and, and it kind of alternates <laughs> which year. So I'm like, oh, maybe it will be Star Wars this year. Yeah, and else. not always, and not always very rare. The, the weird thing about that category is how it often like there's it, it seems like the last couple of years there's been like a weird like four out of the five movies are the same and then there's one like random one that's completely different uh so the sound editing is ford versus ferrari joker 1917 once upon a time and star wars rise of skywalker the mixing is at astra ford versus ferrari joker 1917 and once upon a time in hollywood <laughs> So the editors of Rise of Skywalker did a good job, but the mixers were a little bit, you know, they're a little iffy. Well, and at, and I actually, <laughs> I get that they're different skills, yeah, but you know, I I was trying to understand that a little bit too. So that's where I'm like, maybe it's Ad Astra is going to take know. that one for mixing because it does play big into it's a very uh, quiet movie. Sad, sad Brad Astra. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Although I will say that the 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 scene on the on the um the moon with the the chase scene on the moon That's was very good. right yeah. quite excellent yeah. all right um cool so lots of good things there um i'm, I'm looking, excited i i am too i think it's going to be a, a it's going to be an interesting uh show still no, no host again they thought that went it's fine that's, i yeah. guess i, I mean guess it's okay what's the um, there's no real point in yeah i, just I think have it, a nice opening number and yeah I, I agree um what i think they should do is just like bust out the the original song nominees like in little in a snippet at the beginning and be done with it um don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> it's not it's not gonna happen because they want to give oh by the way elton john's winning an yes absolutely um <laughs> had to throw that out there <laughs> because they want they want elton john to have a moment and so i, I think I that's, hope, there's almost no way that they don't give him the spotlight i for, hope they let taryn Eg- egerton uh, actually get up there and sing with him uh, they didn't let ryan gosling and emma stone sing for maybe their La La Land to. songs, maybe but yeah, maybe I, I just, they tend not to let, I don't know. I, I guess they could have because they let Bradley Cooper and Gaga sing last year, but in one of the Oscars' most awkward moments. Um, anyway, <laughs> he definitely looked like. I guess I'm doing this. <laughs> right. Um, sounded like he hadn't sung one note since the production broke <laughs> on the movie. Um, anyway, so the the Oscars are coming up uh, this Sunday, February 9th. They start at eight o'clock, sort of. You know. Be here or be there. That's right. Um, apparently, something as like I was reading something today, the the technical ending time of the of the of the uh, the time slot is at eleven. Highly unlikely to happen. Good luck. Um, I'm saying more like eleven thirty is probably your 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 shooting point. You know, three and a half hours seems about right. Also, they're probably unlikely to start right at eight. So, anyway, um, so that's that's it. So, Ryan, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us here on Thank the uh, on, on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and all of you out in the, the listening world, as always, be sure to check out the Twitter and Instagram pages at TTMTMPod for more information on the podcast. You can also have a little conversation with me about uh, why you think these things matter to you or uh, any other thing that you might want to talk about. If you want to enter your own thoughts about the Oscar race into the conversation, you can as well. Um, as if we haven't said enough at this point. Um, and of course, please leave us a rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also email me at things that matter to me pod at gmail.com. Until then, this has been Robert Morrison and these things matter. Mm-hmm.